Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. This podcast is all about my reflections and revelations as a wife, mother, and educator. During our time together, I hope you will learn something from my stories and laugh a little along the way. Stay tuned for today's message. Welcome to episode 37, Fly, Run, Walk, Crawl. If you are new to my podcast, let me introduce you to two people who you will hear a lot about in these episodes. My husband, Mark, and our 10-year-old son, Jeffrey. These two give me so much joy. However, as a female who grew up with all sisters, no brothers, I am constantly learning about the male species and the excitement of living with the male species. For instance, the title of this episode is from a quote by Dr. King, which at the core tells us to fly, run, walk, crawl, no matter what, just keep on moving. Well, Dr. King would be extremely proud of my son, Jeffrey, because Jeffrey does all of these things all the time. Like just the other day, I was in my home office, which is located in the master bedroom. And like most master bedrooms, there is a bathroom connected to the bedroom. I was on a Zoom call talking to someone about doing a keynote and out of the corner of my eye, I see Jeffrey crawling on the floor on his elbows towards the bathroom like he was in the military. Like seriously on his way to fight for somebody's freedom. Why are you crawling on the floor like that? Better yet, why are you not using the other two bathrooms that are included in our monthly mortgage payments? Those are questions I have no answers for, y'all. Here's another story. When Jeffrey was about four or five, he thought he could fly. So he ran full speed from the loft into the bedroom and jumped on the bed. That's not a big deal. Like, that's regular behavior, right? See, but here's the thing, y'all. I walked away from the bed for just a moment, like for real, just a moment. And I left my laptop open on the bed. So when he flew onto the bed, he hit his gums and his lips on the corner of the laptop. And I mean, busted, like busted. At least I thought it was like busted, like we were gonna have to do like oral, like repair or stitches or something because there was blood everywhere. Well, luckily, thankfully, no stitches, no oral oral repair. Here's another question you may have. Where is Mark when all of these things are going on? I'm glad you asked. First, in the first scenario, Mark was downstairs on his own Zoom call. But see, the difference between mommy and daddy is you don't go downstairs and crawl on the floor like you're in the military fighting for people's freedom when daddy is on the call. But when mama is on the call, that's the kind of stuff you do. And in the second scenario with the busted lip and gums, Mark was actually out of town doing the amazing work that he does with the Call Me Mr. program that comes out of Clemson University. And if you do not know about the Call Me Mr. program um, that's based out of Clemson University, please, please, please Google it. I love them. I love my husband. I love the work that he's doing with them and all the work that they're doing in the community. 
So let's get back to the birth date of MLK. So yesterday was the birth date of MLK. He would have been 92 years old. So at our school, we did a survey with four quotes by Dr. by Dr. King and staff and students could vote on the quote. And overwhelmingly, the quote that won is the one that says, if you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl, but by all means, keep moving. Now, what a lot of people don't know, and I didn't know for a long time, but I do now, so I'm sharing it with you. This comes from a speech from April the 10th, 1960. It was the Founders Day at Spelman College, which is in Atlanta, Georgia. It is an all-female HBCU. Now, let me stop right there. Let me put a pin in that. If you don't know about Spelman College, please Google it. Like right after you listen to this, you need to Google it. If you still don't know what an HBCU is, I need you to stop. Well, not stop listening to the podcast, but right after you finish with the podcast, I need you to Google that. Let me say it like this. In honor of the cast of the Netflix show, The Crown, on this, the 16th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2021, Knowledge of HBCUs is a must. It is a must, people. I am a product of an HBCU. I attended my undergraduate degree, was received from South Carolina State University. And for so many of my family and friends, we're all products of HBCUs. And I could go on and on about the positive contributions that you benefit from every single day as a result of HBCU graduates, But that's another story for another day. So back to the King quote. It's actually inspired by Langston Hughes, a poem he wrote entitled Mother to Son. Again, if you haven't read it, Google it. And I'll also put it in my podcast notes. Now, before I prepared for this podcast, I always focused on the perspective of Dr. King talking to these black female college students in the midst of the civil rights movement who were experiencing and witnessing violence and inhumane treatment of black and brown people in the U.S. These people, these ladies were 18 to 21 year, 21 years old. And he was asking them, even though they hadn't yet realized all that they could do, he wanted to sow that seed that you have a privilege to be able to attend college. Now use that privilege to move the movement forward. Just like these young women at Spelman College in 1960, every single day, not just work days, but every single day, we live as black females in an intersection of being a double minority, black and female. Now let me stop and clarify some words that I'm gonna be using because words matter. Um, The definition, like most people think that when someone says minority, they think, okay, a group that is less than, that has less value. I am not using minority in that way. The way I'm using the word minority means a smaller population of the whole, but in no way does that smaller population of the whole have less value. Okay. So I just wanted to clarify that. So now that we have an understanding of what minority means in the way that I use it, if you are listening and you are in this country and a part of the gender minority, which is female, you know that there are certain rules, behaviors, careers, and ways of thinking that people have determined is appropriate for us. And when we don't follow those rules as females, we don't follow those rules of behaviors and careers and ways of thinking, then certain people and policies will quickly remind us to stay in our place. 
That's not what ladies do. That's not what women do. That's not what girls say. And if you're listening and you are in this country and you are a part of the racial minority, you're black, Hispanic, Latinx, Asian, etc., you know that there are certain roles and behaviors and careers and ways of thinking that people have determined are appropriate for us. And when we don't follow those rules of behaviors and careers and ways of thinking, then again, certain people and policies will quickly remind us to stay in our place. Now back. As to what I was talking about with the Spelman college students. They are supposed to, at 18 to 22 years old, still developing a sense of themselves, they're supposed to persevere and use their privilege of being educated to contribute to the advancement of the movement. I began to think about how so many people like this quote. For real, like, look at over the next couple weeks. Like, MLK Day is Monday, so you'll see this quote posted a lot. And then Black History Month is next month. And you're going to see this quote. Check in with me. Let me know. But you're going to see it all over the place. Here is another request on this 16th day of January in the year of our Lord, 2021. Stop quoting MLK if you aren't willing to, one, check your head and your heart daily. Two, you are not willing to consider that what you've been taught and believed in the past was incorrect and or inaccurate. And number three, unwilling to make active steps to give people the freedom to fly. Because that freedom that we talk about, that Dr. King was talking about, it is going to require that we give people opportunities, access, and support. So here at the Greater Is In Me podcast, I deal with myself before I ever speak on any topic to the listeners because I don't want you to feel like I'm acting like I have it all together. I don't. I'm a work in progress. And again, I get up every day like Dr. Shermaine Bertrand. She's the co-host of the Black Gays podcast. She says this, we have to check our head and our heart daily. I have to do it all the time. Like, I'm not going to clap, but if this was being posted, I would use the clap of hands emoji, like all the time. As a wife, I can tell Mark that I love him 10 times a day, but if my actions don't match my words, he won't feel like I love him. And the way he feels is what builds trust. And it's almost impossible for our relationship to fly if there is no trust. As a mother, I can say, Jeffrey, you can talk to me about anything, big or small, good or bad. I want you to be able to come to me and we'll work it out together. But if my actions don't match what I said, he won't feel like he can come to me and talk to me about anything. And the way that he feels is what builds trust. And it's almost impossible for him to fly and for our our relationship to fly without trust. As an educator, I can tell students and staff, I believe in you. I believe that you can be successful. You can be the best student. You can be the best teacher in this school. But if my actions don't make me make them feel that they can be the, the best, they don't believe they can be the best, and they don't trust me to help them, then that will never, ever happen. They won't fly. I won't fly. Like the late, great Maya Angelou once said, at the end of the day, people won't remember what you said or did. They will remember how you made them feel. 
whether it's on this podcast, during a meeting, um, a professional learning session, it is my hope that people feel like it's been time well spent. And that when you walk away from being with me, you are more compassionate and more confident and more competent. Since last summer, there's been an increase in people saying they want diversity, equity, equality, inclusion. I'm talking about schools and businesses, colleges, churches, and communities. But let's be clear. You can say that. Your commercials can say that. You can say that from the pulpit. You can say that on your morning announcements. But if your policies, your culture your curriculums, your lesson plans, and your practices don't match what you say, it's all bark and no bite. And speaking of bark and bite, go back to episode 15, which was originally aired on July 13th, 2019, BC, before COVID. And let me know what you think, because that was another very interesting experience that Jeffrey and I had together. So let's not settle for performative actions towards us being unified. Let's make sure that our words match our policies, our culture, our curriculums, our lesson plans, and our practices. Because otherwise, if people don't feel like you really mean it, they're going to say that you're fake and you're performative. And they're not going to have respect for you and they're not going to trust you. We can't settle for just allowing people to crawl and walk and run. We clearly need to let people fly. The freedom is in allowing people to fly. Let's use what we have to help people to fly. Let's impact our policies and cultures and curriculums, our lesson plans and our practices to allow all people to fly. Not just the ones that look like us and live like us and believe like we believe, but all people. I'll put these resources that I'm about to give you in the show notes, but I wanted to give you some resources that you can research that will help you in this work. Small Bites by Hedrick Nichols, the Leading Equity Center with Dr. Sheldon Akins, anything by Principal Baruti Kefele. I mean anything, a book, YouTube webinar, pamphlet, like get all the things, just buy it all up, right? Um, Edutopia, Cult of Pedagogy and Teaching Tolerance. These are the things that are going to help you make sure that you are constantly working forward and that the things that you say and that you do, people are going to be able to feel that you genuinely genuinely are doing what Dr. King really wanted when he talks about certain things in the I Have a Dream speech, which is something else people like to quote and post. For that to come to reality, we're really going to have to think about some things that we're doing make some changes, work together, and move forward. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Make sure that you give yourself some grace because you can't give what you don't have. So give yourself some grace first and then turn around and give it to others. And then take time each and every day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying, greater is in me.